They are the high kids. Your host today is Benji. High kids for kids by kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show on one and one point nine High FM. Thank you for choosing the High Kids Show on High FM. My name is Avi and I am ten years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. Coming up on High Kids today, I'll be interviewing Rasnil Ahir, costume maker and managing director at Cinderella Costume Hire Party. Stay tuned to 101.9 High FM to learn more about how to make your favorite costumes and have fun with it. Also, on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a guest a song to challenge your musical knowledge. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss this kid's show. Also, at the end of the show, listen out for Montgomery Jones and the Search for the Lost World of Fantasy Stories audiobooks. They are f- very fascinating and interesting. You can get the full stories on Missed Stop Productions channel on YouTube or on the website www.miststopproductions.com or on or on our website highfm.com here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family the sms number is 34519 and is charged at 1.50 you can send me a telegram on 0618951019 and please don't forget to sign your name you can call us on 0101403020. I repeat, 0101403020. On that note, let's get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. Chai Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Benji. This is Chai Kids, For Kids, By Kids. My name is Avi and I am 10 years old. Before we start the interview with Rasnila here, costume maker and managing director at Cinderella Costume Hire Party, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is Betty Loves the Velvet Vest Best. I repeat, Betty Loves the Velvet Vest Best. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 0101403020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Rasnila here with me in the studios today, so if you have any questions for him, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 0618951019. Good afternoon, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you, Avi, for having me on the show today. Okay. Um, where do you work at the moment? Well, um... I work at Cinderella Costume Hire um, in, uh, we've got three branches, Randburg, Bedford View, and Carl Army. So I'm between the stores, usually. Okay. And um, why did you choose those places? Um, well, it's, it's where the costume stores are presently. So that's um, why I work in those locations. But I think um, it's more interesting to think about maybe why I went into that and the journey that I had to get into costume. Okay, well, can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so I got into costume about four years ago when um, I walked into a costume store. I needed to rent a costume for a work event. Um, and so I popped into the costume store to try on a costume and I had so much fun that I ran late for my next meeting. And um, I was like a kid in the candy store. I didn't know what I wanted. So the lady who was helping me, um, she was showing me all these things and I kept trying them on and it was so much of fun. And I lost track of time that I missed my meeting immediately after that. 
But whilst I was doing that, um, I made a very flippant comment to the lady helping me. And I said to her, I really don't know what you what you rent. Like, I want to be everything in the store. I just want to wear everything. I, I don't know what you rent. I want the whole shop. And lo and behold to me, the owner of the store at the time was standing behind a rail, and I didn't see her. Her name is Yolan Cinder. And she pushed through the clothing. She overheard me, pushed through the clothing, stepped through them, shook my hand and said, hi, my name is Yolan. I'm going on retirement in three months. Let's have a coffee. And so we did. Um, we had a coffee. And I said to her, well, that's not quite what it meant. I, ju I just was like a kid in the candy store, and I just wanted to... To, to have some fun and I didn't know which costume to choose and she says well I'm going on retirement um, would you like to buy the store and I said yes and we had a coffee and we walked out with the signed offer and a year later I quit my job in corporate and this is what I do full time so you well, make costumes. <laughs> design costumes? <laughs> yes, now I design costumes. It's not what I've always done. It's not something that I trained to do or something I had planned to do with my life. Um, I'm a trained chartered accountant. Um, I went to varsity and spent four years of my life doing my undergrad and my postgrad. Then I spent three years doing articles at Ernst & Young um, here in Johannesburg. And then I left and I joined the banking industry. And I worked in investment banking for two years. <laughs> and then after investment banking, I joined the mining industry. And I sold, uh, I worked for a company called um, Arica Mining Services and then AEL Mining Services. And I sold explosives into the mining industry for 10 years before I went into this costume store, tried to rent a costume, and then got sold the entire store. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been my journey thus far. Um, so yes, um, to answer your question, um, I do design costumes, but I didn't set out trying to design costumes. I set out with a very different life goal. And life's ebbs and flows kind of led me to this point where I'm at now. Okay. Um, that's cool. Um, do you have a role model, like a person you, <clears throat> you look up to? In terms of costume or just generally? Um, generally. I don't really have a role model. I tend to to take aspects of various people that I like and admire. And I, I tend to, to link onto those. Um, I think it's very dangerous for kids or people in general to have role models. Because if you place your entire stock in one person... Um, or a particular role model, and tomorrow, um, you know, their their fame breaks down, or their their ethical standing in the community or in the world breaks down. Then, as a person, you're left with a role model who's seriously disappointed you and let you down. So, no, I don't have a role model to answer your question. What I do have is I have a lot of people that I admire and respect, and. On a daily basis, that list is updated and changed as, as I need to change them. Because, you know, what you need to know today and learn today is very different from what you'll need to know and learn 10 years from now if you're on a learning path. Yeah. Um, by a learning path, do you mean like school or do you just mean <sighs> learning from different people who you've taken ideas from their theme kind of? 
and put it into costumes? Well, by learning path, I mean, um, one, one is always on a learning path. So, yes, it starts off in school where you are almost on a treadmill. You're forced to go to school. You wake up at, I don't know, 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock every morning, get to school at 7. Um, you know, you're on the learning path. And then after a while, you're done with primary school. Then you go to high school and you're done with that. And then you go to university, um, God willing, you know, and you get done with that. It's the treadmill of life. But the learning shouldn't be dependent on whether you are on the treadmill. Learning is something that you should do regardless of whether you are in school, primary school, high school, you know, university, etc. You should always be on a learning path to answer your question. Um, it's Learning is a very important aspect in life because whether you are... 40 years old, 70 years old, or 10 years old, it's equally important to continue growing on a daily basis. And learning comes from many different areas, not just from, you know, what the teacher tells you at school or what the swimming instructor tells you after school. Learning comes from reading a book, reading a sign, asking a question, having a good conversation with somebody more knowledgeable than you um, in a certain area. Learning comes from your parents. Learning comes from your friend, um, you know, from your animals. You can, if you observe and you focus, you can learn from everyone and any situation if your mind is opened and your eyes are open to the learning opportunity presented in front of you. I hope that answers your question. Yes, it definitely does. Okay, on that note, let's take a song break and we'll be back soon. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is RV. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avi and I'm 10 years old and you are still listening to the Chai Kids show on Chai FM. Before we carry on with our interview with Rasnila here, costume maker and managing director at Cinderella Costume Hire Party, our guest the song for today is... And the tongue twister is Betty Loves the Velvet Vest Best. I have Rasnila here in the studio with me today. So if, if you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 0618951019 or call 0101403020. Now let's carry on with our questions. Do you have to learn to sew before you can start costume making? I have to try this before I answer that. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, you don't need to learn to sew um, to to get into costume making. I can't sew, and I've I, I haven't sewn. I can't operate a machine. But what I did do is I have designed numerous costumes myself, um, and I've put them together sometimes with glue and staples. Um, just to kind of get an outline because I couldn't, I didn't have a seamstress handy at the time when I was uh, trying to make these costumes. So no, you don't need to know how to sew to design. With costume making, of course, um, with any career, 
Of course. The more relevant skills you have related to that career, the easier and the more proficient you will become at it. But just because you don't have a certificate that says, I am a seamstress or I am a costume designer, it doesn't mean you cannot do it. It doesn't mean you can't try it. Um, have you, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever written a song? Well, I've tried to, yes, but no. Are you a qualified songwriter? No. Exactly my point. So just because you're not formally trained in something, it doesn't mean you can't try it, and it doesn't mean that you may not have the talent or the ability to do it well. And that's been my story. Uh, it's been a story of I found myself um, now with this costume store. I found myself with a new career path, and I had to learn on the job. And let me tell you, that's the best way to learn. The best way to learn something is to just do it and start. That's really clever, actually, now that I think of it. <laughs> okay, I've never thought of that before. Um, well, you said, like, um, just before now, you were saying something about you had a ton of... You first worked in, like, a bank... And, and then in the mining company, yeah, mining company. selling <laughs> explosives. So, <laughs> okay, so my question about that is dress, um, costume making is completely different to any of those. Mm -hmm. So what made you love costumes when you just walked into that shop? I'm not sure. I mean, that's just, you know, to, uh, there will always be elements of your personality. Um, that will draw you to something, regardless of whether it's your career or not. You know, it's very possible to love tennis and soccer and cricket. But you might be a professional tennis star. It's, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very possible to um, love numbers and love creating something with your hands. It's very possible to love travel and enjoy just sitting at home or enjoying a spa. You know, it, nobody in this world is just singularly dimensional. They, everybody has multiple facets to their personality. And it's important to, in any career and in this life where life changes so quickly in this internet age, in this digital age, where so much changes so fast, it's very important to acknowledge all these different dimensions of yourself and to use them as much as you can every day. Don't get stuck in the rut of being, oh, I am I'm an accountant and I'm only going to be an accountant now. Or I'm a doctor and this is all I do. You know, it's very important to try and and explore all the different facets of your personality, especially whilst you're young. And I still think I'm young. I mean, <laughs> I may not look it, but I certainly feel very young. And um, I'm still exploring all the facets of my character and my dimensions. The only thing I would advise, because if you do that, the risk that you run is falling down the hole of trying too many things and focusing on nothing. And that is the biggest risk of that. But the upside of it is huge if you guard against that risk, is that if you try and do something, whatever it is, whether it's playing a sport, whether it's designing a costume, whether it's, I don't know, what, whatever you want to do, play, you know, focus on it and try and do your absolute best at it. 
try and do your absolute best at it and success will follow and learn as much as you can and learn especially from the mistakes that you make in the yeah. process okay um so going back to a, a few questions what would you answer to go um you were saying how you had to like put with glue and pins staples. and all of the staples <laughs> um so my question is about that. Do you have somebody who's helping you sew at the moment or are you still putting staples and glue all together? Oh, God, no. Yes. I mean, I still use staples and glue when I need to. But I have, um, we have in the company um, seamstresses and tailors who help us put together stuff. So today I design stuff usually from scratch or I ask for help wherever possible. And, and it's a team effort. I think... The other valuable aspect to remember when you are developing a career is you never have to develop a career by yourself. In fact, it's very dangerous to think that one should develop a career by themselves. Um, the most successful people in the world are the ones who develop things in teams. Okay, so would you say you'd get anywhere near this far in your costume career if you hadn't have your team to help you? Definitely not. I would be a mess. <laughs> I've got a fantastic team of people who work with me, um, from excellent servers in the store to highly talented and very skilled tailors and seamstresses to, you know, a wonderful business partner, my wife. That's amazing. So you all, so it's like a family kind of thing that's involved with this. Well, family and like, like not strangers, but people you didn't know until you needed them. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and that's the other thing. When you decide to do something, it's very important to try and build a team around you to help you be the best you can be at what you're trying to do. So it's important to have that vision of what you want to do and then to use the skills of quality people around you who can do things better than you in certain aspects and to build a team using the best that everyone has to offer. Okay. Including yourself. True. And okay. your own talents. Yeah. Mm. And back to the company's name. Cinderella spelt with a C. Why does it spelt with an S? Is that for like copyright claims or just that he went like just that the owner wanted to change the name? So, um no actually. The company that I purchased was from, it was Cinderella, and it was spelt as Cinderella Costume Hire. And when I bought the store, it had been trading for, I think it's 36 years at, at the time that I had purchased the store. And it started off, um, it was started off by a lady named Yolan Cinder, spelt S-I-N-D-E-R. And so Yoland played with her surname and created the name Cinderella. Um, our other store that we bought in Edenville, Bedford Viewside is called Judd's Costume Hire. And that still retains the name Judd's Costume Hire. It's J-O-D-S. And Judd stands for Johannesburg Operatic Drama Society. I know it sounds very stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> but it was created in an era that was 52 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, you got to respect the legacy of where things come from. That's very important. But it's also important to take things on the journey with you and update them and make them trending and cool and fun. Yeah. And um, I think that's, that's the element that I 
have brought to everything that I do. I try to, to update it and make it fun and make it current. And that's why uh, we still call Cinderella because it's an homage to our, um, our founders. And it's still called Judge, which is an homage to the founders who created it. And I will always respect them because if they hadn't started those brands, um, I wouldn't be able to, to buy them today. And the history that makes those brands special is still what makes them special, plus me, which makes it extra special. So um, that's why it's called Cinderella Costume Hire, not because of copyright, but because <laughs> of um, historical reasons. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, you said you, you like to go with things and change them. Mm. So you're referring to not the names of the companies. And, and you said you have um, a different place in three places. Are they all called different names? Or is like two of them called Cinderella's? Um, or is two of them called Jods. John's? <laughs> all right. So one of them is called Jods. It's Jods Costume Hire, and that's in Edenville. The original Cinderella is in Randburg, and that's still in Randburg. Um, and the latest branch, which is Cinderella, is in Kailami. That's our latest store. And it okay. opened up in April of this year. Oh, Jesus. I know. Weird. We are very excited, especially after COVID. Um, it was a three-year pipeline dream. Um, it was always meant to happen. But because of COVID, we just never got around to it. And um, we finally did it this year yeah. in April. So it, we are super excited. Yeah, and well, we decided it was a toss-up. Do we go with Cinderella? Do we go with Jods? And we found that, you know, most of our customers from that part of the world, Midran, Kailami, Four Ways, Centurion, a lot of them would come to Cinderella's previously. So we felt that the Cinderella name would resonate a little bit better with them. And that's why we chose to keep the Cinderella name extension there. Oh, okay. Um, are you planning to take your company globally or internationally? Um, right now, there's no plan to take it globally or international. We do intend on exporting, and we often export internationally. But in terms of opening a branch overseas, there's still quite a bit that we have to do locally before we get there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're very excited about our growth path. We've got a very exciting growth path ahead of us. Uh, but international is not part of that right now. Okay. Um, what is your favorite costume you have ever made? Oh, that's very hard. It's like asking someone what is their favorite song. <coughs> it's a very difficult question. Right now, I love The Great Gatsby because yeah, I'm sure you... Are you old enough to have watched The Great Gatsby? I've never heard of it. Oh, <laughs> I'm showing my age. <laughs> All right. So Gatsby is a is a it's it's a formal glitzy kind of costume, um, or theme of costume, and I love Gatsby. I really really love Gatsby to the point that um, I've named my dog Gatsby. Um, he's a beautiful Labradane, and he's black, and he looks like Gatsby. He just fits the theme. So I would say Gatsby is my favorite costume theme at the moment. Um, the first costume that I made myself or designed from scratch myself was um, a crab because I love the Little Mermaid, and I always pretended to be Sebastian. I, I watched the Little Mermaid too. <laughs> well, I started watching it, then I stopped. But oh. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Thank so you. you like the, what's it called again? 
Gatsby, Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. Yes. Okay, on that note, let's go to a song break. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Avi. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avi and I am 10 years old. We have one more question for you. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the question is, what is the most expensive costume you have made? Hmm. I've made many, many expensive costumes because I make costumes for cosplayers all the time. That's going to be a very difficult one. But the one that comes to mind is the Aquaman costume. Um, we had to recreate it for a cosplay um, that somebody wanted to do for a cosplay event. And that took three months to build and lots of chains, lots of little pieces and beads and fabric. It was just really, really time consuming to create. It took about three months and we had one person for that full three months working on that costume. Um, the next costume that probably sticks out for me is a robot costume that we made for a client where we printed the fabric from scratch and you know built all the, the eyes and built the antenna and built the sound box inside so we could make noises and be battery operated and put the lights in. It was a very complex build because it required like an electrician, a seamstress, a bit of plumbing. <laughs> so is that your most expensive one, the robot or the Aquaman one? Um, I think it would probably be the Aquaman one because the fabric was very, very expensive and the jewels that went on it to create... Sparkle. The sparkle of Aquaman. Um, those jewels were pretty expensive. I think, yeah, I can't remember the exact cost, but it was pretty expensive by standard costume terms. Okay. Somebody just sent a new message now. Um, Yay. Question now. So it said, what is the weirdest costume you have been asked to make? Oh, weirdest costume. So many strange costumes. Um, <laughs> that we, I mean... Most costumes that come in are considered a little off-center. Um, so uh, let me think. The strangest costume to ever make. I'll tell you what's the strangest thing that someone's asked me for was okay. fake blood because, uh, you know, she wanted to pretend to be murdered in a bathroom. It's and a Halloween. No, she just oh. wanted to scare her kids. <laughs> <laughs> when they walk through the door, she just wanted to scare them. Was, uh, I thought that was pretty strange. Wait, so that's a mother? Yeah, that was a mother. Those are kids. Okay. Um. So she she bought some fake blood and just wanted to 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 sit there lying on the couch like she was, you know. <laughs> she wanted to scare her kids. I think. Um, I think I, I don't know the exact reason behind it. I found that quite strange. <laughs> okay, that is super duper funny. Okay, um, thank you, Jenny, for the nice compliment. Okay, are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 0101403020 30, um, and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. I will start. Are you ready? 3, 2, 1. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet best vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Okay, five times. Ooh, well done. Thank you. <laughs> um, do you remember any callers for the tank twister? Nope. Um, okay, let's do it with Rasnila here. Vusi, please start the timer. Three, two, one. 
Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet vest best. Betty loves the velvet. Okay, five times to like five and a half. Okay, so many questions are coming in. Two more. Go for it. Okay, what is the most popular costume for kids? Oh, that depends on the time of the year, and it depends on what's trending on social media or on Disney Plus at the moment. So, um, most popular costume for kids is probably Spider-Man. Okay. A lot of kids love Spider-Man. Um, and f- for girls, I'd say Moana. Okay. Moana is pretty popular as well. Okay, so what are the most requested costumes for adults? Oh. For adults, again, it depends on the time of the year and the theme. So right now, most adults are going to a year-end function and they want to dress up and impress all their colleagues at work. Um, So right now, it's probably the Great Gatsby or Carnival or 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s. So decades costumes. So you get those uh, as requests. Yeah, we get get those requests hand over fist right now. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, and we've got a fantastic range for them. So people love coming to us for that. Okay, well, that's the last question, I guess. Um, Well done for trying on that note. Let's go to a song break. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is RV. Um, Okay, so we have one more question left. Are you ready to answer it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. What advice can you give us if we had to dress up? Just like normally on on Ah. any time during the week sometime. Mm, Okay. So the first advice, if you were dressing up for costume, I'm assuming the question is for dressing for costume. Yes. So advice that I would give is don't just think about the costume. Think about um, all the other elements that make the costume great. So if I were to give you an example, let's think of any character. Let's say Princess Belle, all right? Princess Belle will have a great yellow dress, a princess dress, which is beautiful, but that's just the start. My advice would be think about a tiara, think about a really nice wig, think about the gloves, think about the bracelets, think about the shoes, and even think about a little pendant chain. All of those little elements will take your costume from just being, you know, pretty mediocre to spectacular and cosplay standard. So that would be my advice if you were to dress up for a costume or you were trying to, to do a costume really well. Okay, thank you for that. Um, reminder that our guest the song for today is... Now, if you know the answer, thank you for playing. Wait, do you know the answer? Um, am I going to ruin it for everybody else? No, because no one's called. But I, the answer? I, I think it's Walt Disney. It is from Disney. But I think it's the theme track. I don't know. <laughs> that I actually do not know. Okay. Well, thank you for playing. <laughs> And <laughs> um, the answer for the guess the song today is drum roll, please. 
In summer from Frozen. Oh, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you to my guest Rasnila here for coming on Hi Kids, to my producer Senna and Vusi for um, pushing the big red slidey things. Remember to listen out for Montgomery Jones and the search for the Lost World of Fantasy Stories audiobooks right after the show. You can get the full stories on Mist Stop Productions channel on YouTube or on the website www.miststopproductions.com. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye, kids.